Good morning and Happy New Year. You may be seated. God bless you. Thank you. You're very kind. I always enjoy watching Pastor Josh and Pastor Steph up here giving the announcements. They're the dynamic duo. They're awesome. Amen. Can you give it up for them? Aren't they wonderful? Our lead pastors, praise God. We are blessed. We are blessed. Father, we do thank you for this opportunity we have to launch 21 days of prayer. We thank you for what you want to do in us. We thank you for what you want to do through us. So as we position ourselves, Lord, open our eyes that we might see, open our ears that we might hear, and cause our hearts to be supple and responsive to the word of the Lord. We ask this in Jesus' name, and everyone said amen, amen. and amen. Well, God bless you. Happy New Year, everybody. 2023 is not going to be a year of reruns. It's not going to be a year of replays, but it's going to be a year of something new and fresh for each and every one of us. If you believe that, shout amen. amen. That's what I'm believing for. And so I have some instructions for you in regards to the 21 days of prayer and fasting. So tap the shoulder next to you and tell him he's got some instructions for you. Really, they were instructions for me personally. Christmas morning, I was awoken up 3 a.m. with these words. Open your mouth and I will fill it. Open your mouth and I will fill it. I took that as a word of the Lord for me and for my house. I was in a sound sleep, woken up on the bed, experiencing God's wonderful presence of peace. And I knew this was the word of the Lord for me and for my house, that I am to open up my mouth for God to fill it with his word, with his promises, with scriptures, with something heavenly, something divine, something that has power and anointing that I'm to put in my mouth and to speak it out over my year. If you want to walk in what God has for you in 2023, you're going to have to talk it up first. You're going to have to talk it before you walk it. Tell somebody, you're going to have to talk it before you walk it. And so today, I'm going to talk to you about making a decree in 2023. And when I heard those words from the Holy Spirit, I knew it was a scripture in the Bible. In Psalm 81, verse 10, it says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Now listen to these instructions God gave Israel through the psalmist, in Psalm 81, verse 10, the Passion Translation. This paints it very nicely for us today. It says, I am your only God, the living God. Wasn't I the one who broke the strongholds over you and raised you up out of bondage? Somebody shout amen to that. Aren't you glad that he came into your life and set you free from the past, from the bondages of sin, from the strongholds of the enemy? Aren't you glad that Jesus set you free? Amen. Got a few claps and grunts. Listen to the second half of this verse from the Passion Translation. They are divine instructions. It says, open your mouth 
with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now. You'll see. The words that you speak, so shall it be. I want you to receive that as a word from the Lord for your own house, for your own personal life. God is saying to you today, open your mouth with a mighty decree this year, and He will fulfill it. You will see it come to pass. The words that you speak, these are not your words. These are words that the Holy Spirit is going to drop into your lap during the 21 days of prayer and fasting. God is going to give you promises. God is going to give you words from heaven. God is going to give you scriptures that you are to receive, capture, write them down, and put them in your mouth and begin to declare over 2023 how it's going to be for your household. Amen. Amen. I am your only God, the living God, the one who broke strongholds over you and raised you up out of bondage. I love that. So open your mouth this year with a mighty decree, and I will fulfill it now, you'll see. The words that you speak, so shall it be. I want to encourage each and every one of you, as you commit yourself over the next 21 days to pray and to fast, to set yourself, set your face towards God, set your heart to seek after God, and listen for what He wants to download into your spirit. When you make a decree based on the Word of God, You will walk in His ways. You will walk in His footsteps. You will walk in the path that He has for you in 2023. It's not your job to create a path for 2023. It's your job, my job, to discover what is the path He's already laid out for me. Amen. He wants us to walk in His ways. The word ways in the Hebrew speaks of a trodden road a road that has been walked out before. Do you know that Jesus has already walked out the path for you in 2023? Do you know that he's already set up the fence, the guideposts for 2023, and all you have to do is to listen to him and follow his footsteps? He has a journey for 2023 that has an outcome. He has a path for you to walk on. He has an assignment for each and every one of us this year. We read on in the text of Psalm 81, verse 13 says, Oh, that my people once and for all would listen to me and walk faithfully in my footsteps, following my ways. When you make a decree based on the word of God, it will empower you to walk out your assignment in 2023. Not only that, when you make your decree, It will enable you to walk in greater freedom and greater victory. How many could use some more freedom in their life? Spiritual freedom, mental freedom, emotional freedom. How many could could enjoy a little more victory in your life? Answers to prayer, breakthroughs, God showing up in situations. Come on. If you will make your decree this year in 2023, you will have dominion over your flesh over the world's influences in your life, and over your adversary, Satan, the devil, the accuser of the brethren. Amen. Verse 14 says, Then and only then I will conquer your every foe and tell every one of them, you must go. 
Tell the devil, you must go. Tell the world, you must go. Tell the flesh, you must go. We're not having reruns here in 2022. We're not having replays here in 2023. Amen. Every foe is under your feet. Make that decree over your life in 2023. And you'll walk in authority. You'll walk in greater anointing. You'll walk in greater dominion. Not only that, this is the fun part. When you make your decree, you will be fully satisfied at the end of 2023. God will take care of you. He will provide for you. He will protect you. He will work out His plan for you. His blessings are first-class blessings, not economy blessings. Amen. He doesn't, he doesn't deal with us, his kids, that way. He always wants to bless us first class. Everybody say first class. How many like first class? Ever fly first class? I've flown economy plenty of times. It's not that great. But first class, that's the bomb, right? Listen to what he says here in verse 16. I will feed you with my spiritual bread. You will feast and be satisfied with me. Feeding on my revelation truth like honey dripping from the cliffs of the high place. The King James puts it this way. I would feed them with the finest of wheat and with honey out of a rock, I would satisfy you. The finest of wheat speaks of the fat of the wheat that makes the finest bread, sweetened with fresh honey. The writer envisions a bee's nest found in the cliff of a rock, honey that's fresh, fresh from the rock. I don't know about you, but I love fresh baked bread. I'm, you know, gone are the days when we had a bread maker, when Cheryl would make bread and it would be put on a timer and it would just be done just at the time I got home and you open up the door and what do you smell? Ooh, fresh, hot bread. And that bread, you pull it out and it just melts in your mouth. Well, listen, you know, if you ever had toast with honey and butter on it, oh, it's sweet. It's satisfying. That's what God wants to do in your year this year. He wants to satisfy your life through and through. He wants your year end of 2023 to be a year of satisfaction and fulfillment. Well, you can declare that from the beginning by making decrees that you're going to find during these 21 days of prayer as you seek the face of God, as you ask and keep on asking, as you seek and keep on seeking, as you knock and keep on knocking, the Spirit of God is going to download in you scriptures, promises that He wants to bring to pass in your life in 2023. But He's going to, he's going to require of you to do something. Take those scriptures that He gives to you and put them in your mouth and begin to decree, this is how it's going to be for me in my house in 2023. Are you all with me this morning? Yes. Hallelujah. Here's a great focus statement from the Psalms. As we take our time to fast and pray these 21 days, Psalm 37, verse 3 to 5. I'm going to read it again from the Passion Translation. Psalm 37, verse 3 to 5. A great focus statement as we set our hearts to pray and fast. It says, keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in His eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will be secure. 
feasting on his faithfulness. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life, and he will provide for you what you desire most. Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, listen, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. Everybody say perfectly. That's a great focus, focus statement. Fix your heart on the promises of God. Delight yourself in the Lord. Give him the opportunity to take the steering wheel of your life and direct your life into the ways and the promises that he has for you this year in 2023. I want to read that scripture again that I opened up with in Psalm 81 verse 10. Open your mouth with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now. You'll see. The words that you speak, so shall it be. Let's read that out loud together. Read it with me. Open your mouth with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now. You'll see. The words that you speak, so shall it be. That's a directive for your house. That's something that you can do to set your heart at the start of 21 days of prayer. I am going to seek God and get those decrees that he has from my life. How do we do that? Well, the first step is listen for the still small voice in your life. Hallelujah. Every one of us have the Holy Spirit who lives and abides within us. And he's the voice. He is a still small voice. Now is a really good time at the start of the year to get rid of all the noise, all the clutter. I found myself this past week just purging things out of my house. I do that every year. You just get that spirit of the purge, right? You get it on you, it says, this needs to go. That, that's been here for a year. That's been here for two years. That's been here for five. Let's purge it. Let's throw it out. Let's get rid of it. Am I the only one that does that? Wave at me. Do you do that? That's what I do during this time of year. Now's really a good time as we start with prayer and fasting. Get rid of the clutter in your life. Get rid of the non-essentials in your life. Get rid of the drama in your life. Get rid of all the voices and the noises surrounding you. Put it aside and seek the Lord. And listen for that still small voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He doesn't yell. He doesn't shout. He doesn't scream. But he whispers to you in a still small voice. That's how the Holy Spirit does. And you know, when He does, there comes this velvety warmth. I can't fully describe it. There comes this supernatural peace. There comes this deep-seated knowing on the inside of, uh, of your heart that you're in the audience of God Himself and that He's speaking to you as a son, as a daughter. Hallelujah. It has a settling effect on all of your emotions. It has a calming effect on your mind and your thought life. The peace of God that passes all understanding, garrisons about your heart and mind, and everything is settled. You're calm. You're rested. You're hearing something. You're hearing something that's going to catapult you into 2023, and you're going to experience victory. You're going to experience freedom. You're going to experience full fulfillment and satisfaction in 2023. That's what I want. For me, that's what I want. For my marriage, that's what I want. For my household, for my kids, for my grandkids, that's what I want. Don't you? As you pray, keep the Bible open. 
When I pray, I always have the Bible. I, you know, I use my iPad for my Bible. I do have some physical Bibles that I refer to, but I always keep the Bible open on my lap when I'm praying. Because I know when the Holy Spirit quickens the Scripture to me, I know it's God speaking to me. And I need to capture that. I need to write it down. I need to make note of it. I need to journal it. I need to know God spoke to me at this moment in time as I'm sitting there praying. God lifted a scripture off the the page of the Holy Writ and made it real. It resonated with my heart. This is God speaking to Tom. Are you listening to me? That's still small voice. But you know what? We have a lot of voices in our life. We have a lot of clamoring going on in our life. And it's important. One of the things that 21 days of prayer and fasting will do for you, it'll cause all those things around you to simmer down. And all of a sudden, something starts rising up in your life. The still, small voice of the wonderful Holy Spirit in your life. We can all attain to it. We can all walk into it. Do you remember the story of Elijah? I mean, Elijah is a man just like us. He's, the Bible says he's got passions just like us. He's human just like us. He has his ups and downs just like us. And God used him just like he uses us. But then there was a voice of Jezebel who issued threats against his life. And, and he's, he, he heard the, those voices. The voice of fear caused him to run to hide. And we pick up the story. You remember the story of Elijah there at the cave hiding in fear? Aren't you glad God was there to meet him? God was there to help him? God was there to lift him up and encourage him? We find the story here in 1 Kings 19, verse 11. It says, Behold, the Lord passed by. Jeremiah, uh, Elijah's at the cave here, and it says, Behold, the Lord passed by Elijah. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks into pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. Verse 12, and after the earthquake, a fire, but listen, the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. Everybody say, still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle. This signified him respecting the Lord, respecting that still small voice. And he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave and suddenly that still small voice came to him and said, Elijah, what are you doing here? What did he hear? He heard the still small voice. I like what the King James in the margin, it reads, a delicate whispering voice. That's the voice of God, a delicate whispering voice voice. Where do you find it? Right in here. Right in here. When he heard the still small voice, he wrapped his face in his mantle, his cloak. This signifies respect. In other words, he began to respect what was on the inside of him versus what was on all around him. Are you listening? We need to respect that still small voice of the Holy Spirit in our life versus the voices of the past, the voices of accusation, the voices of the things the devil wants to replay in your mind or in your heart. There's something we need to value, seek after, and that is the still small voice within us. It all begins in prayer. 
as we pray, as we seek, as we ask, as we knock, as we give our attention to the Lord, guess what? We will find deep down on the inside of us that still small voice whispering to us. Perhaps you're in a place where the past is speaking loud to you. Failure, what didn't happen, disappointment, disillusionment, whatever the case. You're dealing with that and you seek the Lord with prayer and fasting. And then all of a sudden, you'll hear a delicate whisper. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Look, all things have become new. The Holy Spirit reminds you with a delicate whispering voice. Your past doesn't define you. That's not who you are. Stop listening to what the past is declaring over your life. And listen to what the, the Holy Spirit in you, the still whispering delicate voice is saying to you, you're more than a conqueror. You're a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Now, he doesn't shout that to you. He whispers it to you. It comes in a way that soothes you, comforts you, gives you peace. Then the next step for you is to take that whispering voice, that scripture that the Holy Spirit gave to you and put it in your mouth. This is where we turn the volume up. This is where we turn the volume up. We hear that whisper, 2 Corinthians 5.16. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Now I'm going to declare it over my life. No, old things have passed away, devil. No, old things have passed away, flesh. No, old things have passed away, all you worldly influences around me. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. God's going to do something new and fresh in my life, in my home, in my family, in my marriage in 2023. That's a decree. That's what God wants us to do in this 21 days of fasting and prayer. Maybe the voice of the tempter, the accuser of the brethren has been knocking on your door a lot lately and you've been succumbing to sin and temptations in your life. And you get with God and you seek, him, you seek after him and you get quiet and all of a sudden you hear the Holy Spirit whisper. 1 John 1, 4, 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. That's the Holy Spirit whispering. Well, which voice are you going to follow? That voice of the tempter in your life that's trying to drag you under, or are you going to listen to that still, small voice? I'm going to listen to that still, small voice. I'm going to capture it. I'm going to write it down, and then I'm going to put it in my mouth, and I'm going to boldly say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And when the devil comes knocking at my door trying to solicitate me and tempt me, I'm going to decree that scripture in his face. Just rub it in his face. I mean, just rub it in his face. Come on, are you with me? Maybe you're plagued with failure. Maybe some things didn't work out in the past. Maybe you are dealing with self-doubt. Maybe you're not sure that... Uh, uh, you can accomplish what God's asking you to do. Maybe you're, you, 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 you're not sure if you can be a successful business person or a successful spouse or a successful parent. Get with God. Listen for that still small voice. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. 
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Holy Spirit, yeah, he'll speak to your heart. You need to capture it. You need to write it down, and then you put it in your mouth. When you hear those voices, no, you answer back with a loud voice. You turn it up. No, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Amen. That's a decree. That's what we're going to do over these next 21 days. I want you to believe God for the Holy Spirit to speak to you, to give you promises that he wants to bring to pass in your life in 2023. Write them down, capture them, and put them in your mouth and declare it over your life beginning in January. Continue in February, March, all throughout the year. This is how it's going to be for my life. This is how it's going to be for me in 2023. Amen. This is so vitally important. I want you to notice something about what happened to the nation of Israel when they crossed over the Jordan. This was a key moment. They crossed over the river Jordan. They're about to take possession of the promised land. When they crossed over the Jordan, they came to a place called Shechem. Everybody say Shechem. Shechem was a wide valley. It was a valley about a mile wide, and it had two mountains on both sides, Gerizim and Ebal. And as they came to the valley of Shechem, Joshua made a covenant, and he gave the people a charge. And they built, a, you know, after they made covenant, they built an altar of stone. They offered sacrifices. And as they walked through the valley of Shechem, God instructed Joshua to send the Levites up to both mounts. One was the mount of blessing, one was the mount of cursing. And they were to shout the blessings and the cursings of Deuteronomy chapter 28 over the children of Israel as they walked through the valley of Shechem into the promised land. Why is that so important? That's a beautiful illustrated sermon for us. That God was declaring His word through the priests through the Levitical priests, over the nation of Israel, as they walked into the promised land, they had to hear the spoken word of God. But that was not enough. God had more instructions for them. We look here in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 11 to 14. This is also quoted, by the way, in Romans chapter 10. And it says this, these are instructions for God's people in order for them to take possession of the promised land. He said, This commandment which I am commanding you this day is not hidden from you, nor is it afar off. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will go up for us to heaven and bring it to us, so that we may hear it and do it? It is not beyond the sea that you should say, Who shall go over the sea for us and bring it to us, so that we may hear it and do it? Verse 14, listen to this. But the word is near to you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you may do it. God is instructing the children of Israel before they can take possession of their promised land, they need to fill their mouth with God's promises. And if you want to take possession of what God has for you in 2023, and God has some good things for me, He's got good things for you, He's got good things for us. Somebody give me an amen on that. He wants to bless you. He wants to make you fully satisfied this year. 
Hallelujah. He wants to bless you first class. That's what he wants to do. He's our good heavenly father. But in order for that to take place, he's giving us instructions. Put my promises in your mouth. Decree them over your year. Declare this is how it's going to be for me, for my children, for my family. Amen. There as they made covenant, you, we make this quote a lot. Joshua was there when he made covenant, and he said this before the children of Israel as they were walking through the valley of Shechem. He said, if it is displeasing to you to, to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. If it be the gods of your fathers that serve beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites of the land where you are now living, yet as for me and my house... We are going to serve the Lord. That's our declaration for 2023. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Now, how are we going to do that? How are we going to walk that out? Before you can walk it out, you got to talk it out. Tap somebody and say, you got to talk it out. If you, you can't walk it out until you talk it out. Talk the promises of God. Speak the promises of God. Decree those promises over your life. And you will walk in your assignment. You'll walk in greater freedom. You'll walk in greater victory. And you'll be fully satisfied with what God will do in your life in 2023. I encourage you to, to, to again, when you pray and fast, keep your Bible open. Because that's where you're going to get heavenly downloads, promises from heaven, scriptures, amen, that resonate with your heart, that you're going to declare over your life in 2023. Now, we're going to do this with fasting. Everybody say fasting. fasting. Now, would you do me a favor? This will really encourage me if you do this. Would you smile when you say fasting? <laughs> Woo, yeah. Fasting. We all love fasting. These 21 days, wait a minute, I got to do 21 days of fasting? Listen, this is not a total fast. This is not a total fast. Everybody say, thank God. This is not a total fast. This is a partial fast. Everybody say, partial fast. And we have a pattern in Scripture that we, can call, that we can follow. It's called the Daniel fast. When Daniel fasted for 21 days, it was a partial fast. Say, partial fast. Here's the best way to help you shift gears and jump into a 21-day fast. Change your paradigm. Change your paradigm. Eat to live, not live to eat. Everybody say that. Eat to live, not live to eat. Oh, yeah, you're starting to convince yourself. Yeah, we need to make a shift here, right? Say it again. Eat to live. Not, eat, not live to eat. I'm making, I'm making that shift myself too, okay? Now, these past couple of weeks with all the holidays, oh, man, I was living to eat. Going to restaurants, getting special food, lots of sweets, too much sweets, lots of sugar. Oof, right? Cheesecake. Yeah, go ahead. Name your favorite food right here. Get it out of the system. Go ahead, name your favorite food. Go ahead, name your favorite food. Chocolate. 
Ice cream. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we're making a shift now into 21 days of prayer, so we need to change our paradigm. Let's eat to live, not live to eat. In other words, just eat what is essential for you during these 21 days. When Daniel was on a 21 days fast, you know, he would pray morning, noon, and then evening time because he had a demanding schedule to keep during those 21 days. And we all have a demanding schedule to keep over the next 21 days. And besides that, it's cold out. And if you don't eat, you're going to get cold. So a partial fast will work for us over these next 21 days. Here's another clue uh, as far as changing your paradigm. It's how Daniel fasted. He said in Daniel 10 uh, verse 3 regarding his 21-day fast, he said, I ate no tasty food, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all with these whole three weeks. Notice what he said. I ate no tasty food. So Pastor Moe's shaking his head. I'm going to pray for you, bro. I'm going to pray for you, bro. I feel your pain. I'm with you. We're in the same caboose. I ate no tasty food. Well, you know what tasty food is. Come on, you know what tasty food. Just eliminate that from your diet. Eat just what you need to stay healthy and to function. You know, one of the things I've noticed for, for me myself one of the challenges with eating out at restaurants is like one to two hours afterwards, you're just like, <laughs> isn't it true? You're dragging, your blood sugar, you're, I mean, you're not, you don't feel good after a restaurant meal. Just eliminate that because if you're going, <laughs> you're not ready for prayer. <laughs> you're not ready for prayer. Come on, be honest. But if you taper smaller meals, smaller portions, less meat, less sugar, less tasty food, now you're ready after you just eat what's necessary to sustain you. Now you can pray. Now you can step into the business of prayer. So breakfast prayer, lunch prayer, dinner prayer. That's what Daniel did. We can all do something like that. Now, don't try to put yourself in a box. Do something that you can achieve and that you can handle over 21 days. And if you mess up, don't condemn yourself for it. Just forgive yourself, pick yourself up, and just go at it again. Amen, because you got 21 days to go at it again. And if you need to go at it again, 21 days, man, go, go for it. Amen. But we can do this. Tap your neighbor and say, we can do this. Now, let me close. Let me close with this, and I would encourage you to read Isaiah 58. Read the chapter, especially verses 6 through 11. God outlines for Israel the proper way of fasting what is the purpose of fasting and what are the benefits of fasting? Let me give you three purposes to the fast. One, it moves your flesh out of the way. Just as Pastor Josh prayed with us during communion to put the flesh aside, the purpose of fasting is to put your flesh under. Okay? Number two, the purpose of the fast is to amplify what God is speaking to you to raise the level of the volume of that still small voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life. That's the purpose of a, of a fast, is to enable you to have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you. All right? Number three, this is important. Purpose of the fast is to get yourself off yourself. Get your eyes off your own problems. Get your eyes off of your own situation and scenario that you're dealing with.
and get your eyes on the harvest that's around you. Get your eyes on those who are hurting and broken. That's the purpose of fasting. That's what God requires. But as you read Isaiah 58, 6 to 11, there's lots of benefits to fasting. Everybody say benefits. How many like benefits? Wonderful things. Number one, the benefit of fasting is it removes the yoke of oppression. If you yourself have been dealing with heaviness, oppression, weightiness, care, anxiety, depression, fasting will help you with that. It will remove that yoke off your life. Number two, it releases compassion for other people. The Bible says that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. You have the divine agape love residing in your spirit. That needs to be released into the lives of the people that you come in contact with, especially your spouse and your children. Amen. Number three, fasting will speed up physical physical healing for your body, especially if you're dealing with chronic long-term issues. Fasting can help in that arena. You ready for three more? We're closing now. Fasting enables you to hear the voice of God when you pray. It's also a purpose of it. Number five, fasting will enlighten the dark places in your life with answers, solutions, and clear directives. Amen. Number six, fasting will restore your spiritual stamina. It'll give you strength to run the race. You might think that's kind of a, you know, paradox there. Seems that when we don't eat enough food, we're weak. No, no, no. You might be weak in the natural, but in the spiritual, there's an increase of the anointing of of the Holy Spirit in your life. And then finally, and this is important too, benefits of fasting. It opens doors for ministry opportunities in your life. There are people that you can touch with the gospel. Fasting will put you in a position for things to happen, opportunities to come your way, to share the gospel with someone who's in need. I want to encourage you to go to the website, intlfamilychurch.com slash 21 days, or you can go right on the main website there. We have all kinds of resources. We got devotionals, Uh, We've got all kinds of reading resources that will help you during these 21 days. All the links are there for the morning prayer and fasting. You can sign up for uh, the school of prayer on Wednesdays, whatever you feel led to do during these 21 days. Go to the website, get, get all those resources for you, and let's together seek the face of God. Let's ask and keep on asking this month. Let's seek and keep on seeking this month. Let's knock and keep on knocking this month. I like what Brother uh, Bishop Green said to us a few weeks ago about prayer. He said, push. Everybody say push. Push. Use that as an acronym. Pray until something happens. And guess where something starts happening first? Right in here. Change starts happening right here on the inside. Can you say amen? I want you to stand to your feet. We're going to pray a prayer to launch our 21 days of prayer and fasting. 
Let's prepare our hearts. Let, let's set our hearts in agreement. You're not the only one that's going to be fasting. I'm going to be fasting with you. The person next to you, look at them. Ask them, you going to be fasting with me? You going to join the fast with me? Let's encourage one another. We can all do this. We can all do this. Some of the fasting might be like Pastor Josh said, shut the TV down, turn off social media. There's many things that you can shut down. Just shut down the flesh and the world around you. And let's seek after the face of God. Just close your eyes right now. The Spirit of God's here. His presence is here. And make this declaration. Make this your prayer today. Say this after me. Father, in Jesus' name, I commit to pray and fast to seek your face for the next 21 days. I fix my heart on your promises. I make you my delight and pleasure. Father, I give you the right to direct my life by that still small voice, the wonderful Holy Spirit. Father, I trust you with what you want to do in me, with what you want to do through me, in my house, in my marriage, with my children, my friends and peers. I dedicate these 21 days. Pray and fast. And I believe you will give me decrees. And I will declare it. I will speak it. And it will come to pass in 2023. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. If you're here today and maybe you're new here at International Family Church, you were invited today by a friend or family member, and or maybe you're, you're, you've been here recently and decided to join us today. Thank you for joining us today. I want to extend an invitation to you. I don't, I don't want to assume that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but I want to extend that invitation to you. If you're here today and you do not have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, 2,000 years ago, He died on the cross for you. He laid His life down for you. He wants to have a personal relationship with you. He wants to walk with you through all the seasons of your life. He loves you. He laid his life down for you. He died for you. And he rose from the grave for you. He's calling you to follow him. If you're here today, I'd ask every head bowed, every eye closed. And if there's anybody here that's never prayed to accept Jesus Christ into their heart as Lord and Savior, would you raise your hand so I can see who you are? I want to pray for you. I'm not going to call you forward. But if you're here today, you say, that's me. I want to pray that prayer for the first time. Would you raise your hand so I can see who you are? Anybody here at all today, just be bold enough to slip your hand up nice and high so I can see it. God bless you. God bless you. I see it. Thank you. Anyone else? Just lift your hand nice and high so I can see who you are. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're going to pray a very simple prayer, and we're all going to pray this prayer together. I prayed this prayer at one point in my life. Many here have prayed that prayer at one point in your life. And today you're going to pray this prayer for the very first time. Just mean it with all your heart. Just close your eyes and say this after me. God in heaven, I believe that you sent Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. 
Jesus, I believe in you. I accept what you did for me. Come live in my heart. I choose today to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen, amen. God bless you.